I'm Tracy. And I'm Lena. And we love Healing Children. In fact, we're the co-owners and founders of Healing Children, LLC. And this is our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing, where we get real about what children need emotionally. And how best to support them. We skip the fluff. And get right to the heart of it. Yeah, I think it's, we're ready. To... Um, hi, can I talk to you? Of course. Hey, Esther. what's going on? I'm just feeling like I'm never gonna get out of this mess, and like it's just not fair. Everything that I have to do, and like all the other kids, they get home at night, and their parents cook them dinner, and you, you know, like when I'm having trouble with my homework, and I want help. There's no one to help me. So I just like get a bad grade. So I'm never going to get into college and I'm never going to be the fashion designer that I want to be. So I should just stop even trying. It's just too much. Sounds like things have been really hard, Esther. They are so hard and it's just never going to change. So I should just give up. I just, I don't know what to do. We just sound really discouraged. I am. Well, and it is hard, Esther. We know it's hard and it is unfair. It's so not fair. I mean, I take the public bus. Like, I just want to be driven to school like a normal girl. Of course you do. Of course you want all those things. I get that. That makes sense. Do you feel like sometimes all the things that have happened in your life are your fault? I know they are. I know they are. I'm like, I know I'm bossy and I know that like, I'm kind of loud sometimes. And so I know that my mom doesn't really want to be around the house that much, but I just... I don't know. Do you feel like you made your mom want to leave? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know I did. Uh, that sounds like a lot of toxic thinking. Well, you know, we've talked, we've talked about that a little, like, you know, toxic thoughts. And we have other videos about that, but they're lies that we tell ourselves that make us feel terrible. And kind of make us feel hopeless. Yeah. Kind of like how you're feeling right mm-hmm. now. When I, today we're going to be talking a little bit about resiliency, about kids who have been through hard things and kind of what they need to overcome those. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a really good topic maybe for Esther to listen to. And then maybe we can talk about ideas that can help you feel hope again, Esther. Oh, I would really like that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So you want okay. to just stay kind of with us? Maybe you can go sit over here and, and just stay with us for a little bit while we talk about this. And then we can just see if what kind of things we can do to support you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Boy, Esther's sure going through a hard time. She is struggling. Yeah, she really is. You know, and we have a lot of students who are going through hard times. We do. Who've been through hard stuff. And so I think that's perfect for our fourth podcast. Our number four podcast. That's right. To really talk about, you know, yes, we know kids are going through a hard time and how to develop that resiliency. Cause that's a huge buzzword, like resiliency, and kids need to develop resiliency and they get through hard things and do great things, yes. right? Yeah. And so I hear about that all the time about resiliency. Um, and, and I believe in resiliency mm-hmm. um, 100%. I, I believe we are meant to overcome hard things. I think it mm-hmm. makes a great story. We yeah. all love true stories of people who have overcome hardships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a ton to be learned through adversity and struggle. Absolutely. 
I think what happens that can be a problem for some people mm-hmm. is when they develop the belief system or that, that they're a victim and they don't ever transition out of that. Or their self-identity is part of that. Mm-hmm. Or I even hear um, people thinking that we can create resilient kids by telling them. Right. It, resiliency, again, like everything, it has to be experienced. We have to go through hard things Mm -hmm. and we have to see that we can overcome and see that it was going to make our life better in the long run. So like lectures and threats and rewards, um, and lessons on it don't necessarily develop resiliency. No. Right. No. Um, they're not quick answers to it. It's something that you have to experience on your own. Yeah. Not on your own. I mean, you with support, but you have right. to actually experience it. You go have to go through, through it. it. You have to, yeah. go, it's a process you have to go through and, and it's, it's talking, well, what does that process look like? Yeah. What you do, know? what do we really need to become resilient? And what yeah. do our kids need to become resilient? Yeah. And part of it is just talking about it. Like yeah. Esther, just talking about how hard it is, mm-hmm. how unfair it is. Um, having that courage to really delve into it yeah is the first step and having that supportive listener right like you said giving them support by us kind of active listening and we wouldn't say a teacher does that in the middle of your lesson right of course not that's not that's not (laughs) that would not be appropriate teacher lesson to the rest of the class right but them having a kids when kids have a place with an adult that's actively listening to their thoughts feelings hurts and pains and empathizing and this is not sympathizing, it's yeah. empathizing yeah. Um, with them about it. Well, and the reality is what Esther's going through is unfair. Yeah, it really it is, is. It is unfair and it is hard on her, um, but that doesn't mean that she's not going to be great. No. It, and I think sometimes when kids are going through a very, very hard time, mm-hmm. that's how it feels. Like mm-hmm. it's never going to be better. It's never going to be okay. It's always going to be like this. It's always going to be like this. And I'm going through this because of me and I blame myself and I blame my mm-hmm. family and we're all crazy, like all those thoughts. But if that becomes cemented into who they are, mm-hmm. they also aren't going to develop the resiliency yeah. they need to because they're way too discouraged yeah, huh? by the whole situation. Exactly. And so sometimes it's helping them work through that process of grief. Yeah. And we don't always talk about that. We often think of grief as being only related to losing somebody to death, right? Right. And sometimes grief is, is grieving the loss of something you wish you had. Like, I wish I had a family where her mom would take her to school mm-hmm. and pick her up. And would be there at night and maybe cook me dinners. And, you mm-hmm. know, that loss of that normalcy that you, that you see as being normal. And so sometimes it's giving them that time and that... Um, permission to grieve. And, and it's something she's probably, she may never have. Mm-hmm. I mean, her mom may change, but she might not. Yeah. It make it worse. Mm-hmm. And so she might have to grieve that loss. So then she can accept the new reality yeah. and figure out how to embrace the good parts that she has going on. That's right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely. It's through that grief is, you know, like, we talk about the stages of grief, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it is really working through that and talking through that and having people who care about you to do those things. Mm-hmm. And then you can start seeing, it's, it's kind of seeing what am I learning from this situation that is going to help me with my future. Uh-huh. I do that with kids a lot. I talk to them a lot about, you know, you might be learning how to deal with a very, maybe they have a very 
difficult parent. Mm -hmm. How do I deal with a difficult parent? How do I deal with difficult people? Yeah. Um, I'm learning that, you know, not everyone, kids who come from um, great families is, is great. Like parents who are available and supportive and are there and are great listeners. That's awesome for kids, mm -hmm. but then they'll have to figure out how to deal with difficult people because that's something that we all have to deal with because we all get faced with it. Either it's a teacher or a coach or somebody, but they might have life. to do it later in their life. They'll do it later. And it'll be in a different way where kids who come from families where maybe a parent is an alcoholic or they're not very nice to them. They're having to do that younger and figure that out younger. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but then it's also helping kids see how that can bless their life later. That's right. It is unfortunate. We mm -hmm. don't want that, but the reality mm -hmm. is we have a lot of kids who are in it. Yeah. I mean, you and I both know where we work in the schools, we have a lot of kids in very tough situations mm -hmm. and we want them to be successful and we believe they can be. Yeah. And so part of it is, is helping them seeing like, what am I learning? Like what skills am I getting? Mm -hmm. What, what, you know, there's a purpose. There's a purpose in struggle. I believe there's also a purpose mm -hmm. in learning problems too. Uh -huh. You know, I had my own learning problems that I had to overcome and I learned how to be a hard worker and not to give up. Yeah. And that was a really important skill for me, for mm -hmm. my adulthood life. And so I may not have learned that had school been easy for me. No. Nope. And so that's something where I look at like with kids who are coming from a tough situation is helping them learn, like, what am I getting from this? So it's not like I'm going through this terrible situation and I'm getting nothing for it. Yeah. I mean, that's really discouraging if you feel like that. <laughs> <It's> like, oh, <laughs> Great. I mean, now I get to look forward to having a horrible adult life too. Like mm -hmm. that's way too upsetting and discouraging and leads them right into drugs and other things that are key. And, and then it kind of keeps them future. repeating that cycle of what happened to them continues to repeat. And so, and that kind of too, so helping them see their gifts, their talents, their strengths, those things that they're getting from this after they grieve that loss, but then it's giving them again, healthy boundaries for poor coping skills. Mm -hmm. Cause if you want to develop resilience, we can't allow unhealthy coping skills to happen, no. right? Yeah. We can't allow the screaming, the fits, the running, the meanness to other people because then they're not learning. Well, the other thing is too, is if, if they're doing a lot of the misbehavior and there's no boundaries to it, mm -hmm. they'll never get to the grief. That is true. You never yeah. get to the emotional stuff. Like I've had students who were maybe avoiding coming to school because the family situation was really bad. I'm thinking of one particular case in my, in my head and, and, you know, we sent the police over to the house because mm -hmm. they weren't coming. We didn't know where they were. Well, then they started coming to school and with that boundary, we were able to get to some of the emotional stuff that was going mm -hmm. on and, and then they were able to work through it and they did so much better. Yeah. You're right. And cause some of those behaviors cover up what's really going on. Yeah. And so, and I do see that a lot of kids, once they get those boundaries in place, then we can finally work on those deeper hurts and pains mm -hmm. and we work on it in a healthy way, but we finally can get there. Right. And then they can start making that emotional growth. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's an important thing. And, and one, another thing I talk about with my students who are going through a hard time or feeling really discouraged, like Esther, mm -hmm. you know, Esther was feeling super discouraged is I talk about Victor Frankel who wrote the book, man's search for meaning. And he developed existentialism. He was, you know, in the concentration camps and lost his family. And he had to find a way to survive a horrific situation. Mm -hmm. And he did. And, and, and he, thought about his family all the time. He found purpose in that struggle. And his feeling was if we have purpose in what we're doing and what we're going through, we can get through hard things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're feeling depressed because we don't have a purpose. And I think he's, 
he was on to something. Mm-hmm. And when kids hear about that and they hear about how he got through it and how he had suffered and, and came out of it, you know, kind of better. I mean, it was hard. It was awful, but yeah. he learned so much. I think it gives them that hope that they too can mm-hmm. do great things. And so giving kids encouragement in that way and helping them understand encouragement gives them hope, encouragement mm-hmm. of, of what they're getting and their purpose to find their purpose. Right. And once they find their purpose, even when you're going through hard things, it can help you get through those things. And you can then help other people. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, okay, I was able to get through this. And because I was able to get mm-hmm. through this, I can help other people get through this. Yes. And so what we want kids is we don't want kids to um, take their struggles and have that be their identity, right? No. We want them to take their struggles and have that be a stepping stone to finding their true identity. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that they've been through things can be a badge of honor that I got through things and I didn't become bitter. I didn't become angry. I got through things and I became better. And it doesn't mean you're not going to have angry moments. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're not going to have bitter moments, no. but that's not where you stay. No, it's a moment. It's a moment in time that you work through and get past. And I, I think this is a really good time to talk about our painting behind us. Uh-huh. We haven't talked about it yet. It was done by Hawk from sector 17. He's a, he's, you know, a street artist here in Boise, Idaho, and he does all of our paintings. And if you notice where our podcast is called the bumpy road to healing, and you see all the bumps in the road. There's roadblocks, road there's boulders. There's the cones that get in the way that you have to figure mm-hmm. out how to get around it. Yep. And it's, it's basically showing we're going to have those roadblocks in our life. And we have mm-hmm. to work through what that means. Uh-huh. When we hit a roadblock. What is that about for us? And then how do we keep moving down the road? Mm-hmm. And that's those support, there's supportive hands supporting you on that because on our journey, we need other people, right? Mm-hmm. We need other people in supportive and healthy ways. And then the picture of the girl is really representing the happiness that comes as we work through those things. If we stay stuck behind that rock, we never go down the road to find true joy and happiness. Well, and that, that is when you see that smiling face, that's really resiliency. That's a person who's developed resiliency. Mm-hmm. Developed coping skills and confidence and maturity and hope. And, and there's little crocuses along the way too, which we always have crocuses in all of our paintings. Crocuses are about hope and joy. And there's crocuses along the way. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's through the journey of it. Yeah. It's through the journey of, of kind of facing it and dealing with it and, and putting it in its proper place mm-hmm. and dealing with the faulty belief system that could have been developed from that situation and dealing with the toxic thinking of all of it and being honest about that yeah. is how we eventually kind of get past it. Mm-hmm. And I think as we let kids know and give them recognition for how hard it is mm-hmm. and help them understand and see how far they've come and what gifts and talents and skills they've developed because yeah. of it, that they have, that other kids around them don't have, mm-hmm. that can help them become resilient. Well, it helps well. them become leaders. Mm-hmm. It's like you can be a leader, you can help other kids, you can help them see this too. And you can all be doing better. Yeah. And become empathetic leaders versus mm-hmm. versus feeling sorry for and staying stuck. And then that leads into drugs and all other kinds of things mm-hmm. to avoid the pain. Yes. That's what we don't want to do. No, exactly. Yeah. I wonder if Esther would like to come back and we can have this conversation oh, on the podcast. Oh, oh. oh, you're ready to come back. Of course you're ready to come oh, back. Yeah. It's great I to really see you. to talk to you. So what that do you think? so amazing. Like... Now I know that 
I am going to get sad sometimes mm-hmm. because life is kind of hard for me. Yeah. But it's okay for me to be a little bit sad, like maybe today, maybe tomorrow, but then I need to get back up and get that fashion designer job, you know, Mm -hmm. just like Viktor Frankl. I loved that story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Esther. You're going to do great things. And this, I see, even though like you're going through a hard time right now, I don't see it keeping you from having an amazing life. Mm-hmm. I don't. And you're going to, you'll, it's not easy. I know it's not easy. Yes. But I also know that you will get the support you need and you will just keep pushing through. I well, know you're going to do it. You two have been a huge support oh. and I'm going to find someone that I can really talk to when I'm feeling the sad. Mm-hmm. That's right. And get that encouragement you need and, and that support you need. Because yes. you have grit. You're so good with the other kids and making friends. Oh my gosh. And you're really, when you're, you know how to ask for help. Some kids don't know how to ask for help. I never thought about that, but yeah, I do. You do. Cause you, you know what you need and you're not afraid to ask. And that part about you, Esther is unique and special. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to do great things. And you're going to be able to know how to do lots of things that other kids haven't learned how to do because of what you've had to go through, which it's sad that you've had to go through it, but you've also learned a lot through it. Oh my gosh, that is so true. Like I am ready to live this life. Yes. That's awesome. That's exactly, that's the resiliency we've been talking about. Well, resilient. I am resilient. (laughs) So if you like what you're hearing and you want to learn more, you can go to our website at www.healingchildrenllc.org. On our website, you can read more about who we are. You can look at our online trainings. You can also look at our blogs on a variety of topics. You can see our most new and up-to-date podcasts. You can also engage with us in a variety of ways, such as liking us or following us on social media. You can even hire us to come in. Or you could email us or call us. Exactly. Make sure that you sign up for our email list so that you can get the latest information about what we have to offer, including live trainings in your area. Yes, so let the healing begin. Thank you for joining our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing. The Bumpy Road to Healing is sponsored by Healing Children, LLC. We are both educators and mental health professionals, which gives us a unique perspective on working with children, both in and out of the school setting, who have severe emotional and behavioral concerns. Our mission is for all children to be emotionally healthy, happy, mature, and responsible. As adults establish healthy relationships and appropriate boundaries, We believe that children are more likely to grow and prosper. When adults understand the impact of trauma, entitlement, disruptive attachment, and child development, including conscious development, they can better create healing environments for children. To learn more about us and what we have to offer, go to www.healingchildrenllc.org.